T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You are listening to Steel Talking. This is Rashini Rajkumar in for Geraldine Steele tonight. And uh, my next guest, I'm going to cover an interesting topic. Actually, can be a scary topic. Are you thinking about some sort of cosmetic procedure? Have you had a cosmetic procedure? How thoroughly have you vetted your doctors or the procedures you're about to get? We're going to get into that with Dr. Jennifer Harrington. Some of you may have seen the post on Instagram from supermodel Linda Evangelista talking about how a school cool sculpting technique with the brand Zeltique has disfigured her. We're going to get into it, but first, Jennifer Harrington is a board-certified plastic and reconstructive surgeon. She's also an adjunct professor at the University of Minnesota. Welcome, Dr. Harrington, to the show. Appreciate you being with us. Thank you. You bet. Excited to be here. Okay, so you've you've heard the story. Linda Evangelista says she was brutally disfigured. Those are the terms she used on her Instagram post. Tell us what this cool sculpting procedure or process by Zeltique is. So cool sculpting is a relatively non-invasive procedure um, that can treat unwanted areas of fat by freezing fat, uh, and when you freeze fat, it creates a environment with the fat where the fat cells actually sort of explode. It's called cryolipolysis. So the concept is, is if you have an area you don't like, you can apply the cool sculpting machine there, and then through time, the fat will essentially sort of dissolve itself, and these areas can become much smaller. Okay. Now, is that a technique that you use at your clinic? It is. I actually do both liposuction and I use cool sculpting. Um, I've been using cool sculpting in my clinic since January of 2013. Okay. So it's been around, not for, you know, decades and decades, but it's not a new thing. But Linda Evangelista says she was permanently disfigured after having an adverse reaction to this fat freezing procedure, saying, quote, it has not only destroyed my livelihood, it has sent me into a cycle of deep depression, profound sadness, and the lowest depths of self-loathing, which this article I'm reading from goes on to talk about how it did the opposite. It caused more fatty deposits where she had some of that fat removed. So why would something like that happen? And is it uh, a small risk or just, you know, how did this go down? So absolutely everything that we do comes with risks. Um, I will tell you that what she experienced was this thing called hyperplasia, 
And it means that the fat cells, instead of actually, you know, exploding and disappearing, they can actually become bigger. And it's horrifically frustrating. Um, it is exceedingly rare. It happens currently, today's statistic is that it happens in one in every 4,000 patients, which is 0.025%. So this is something that is, like you say, it's extremely rare. Do you believe, and I know you're not treating Linda Evangelista, and for those who don't know who that is, she was one of the original supermodels, still really thought of as, as one of the best, if not the best, greatest of all time when it comes to the fashion industry. Do you think that these risks were told to her by her doctor? You know, that's so hard to know. You know, I did, I did read her post, and, um, you know, being a provider that, uh, is very excited and, and has had great experience with cool sculpting. You know, it's so frustrating. I have actually seen as a surgeon a number of cases of hyperplasia. And, you know, without question, it is so hard for these folks because, you know, they go in with an expectation uh, and they're hopeful to make a positive change. And when they do experience this rare side effect, it's hard for them. Um, I've treated approximately five folks with hyperplasia since I've been using my machine in 2013. Now, I'll tell you that these five folks aren't necessarily all my patients, so they're more patients from around the city, Minneapolis-St. Paul. Um, I happen to be one of the very few plastic surgeons that actually carry the cool sculpting procedure, and so I find that other clinics that don't necessarily have the ability then to follow up with, you know, a procedure like liposuction to fix a hyperplasia case they actually get sent to me. So I have seen this. Um, it is certainly not ideal. I very much preach to my colleagues and to any clinic out there using cold sculpting that it's very important to warn every single patient that this exists. Now, you got to remember when you tell somebody, hey, this can happen in one in every 4,000, you know, at the time they sort of are like, hey, let's go, you know. Um, yeah, they could think that's happen. never going to be me. They think it's never going to be them. And, you know, so I am hopeful that uh, she was warned about this. I personally don't know whether she was or she wasn't. And my only significant piece of advice to patients would be, you know, make sure that you vet out where you're getting your cool sculpting done so that, you know, they explain all risks uh, that can happen so that you're at least aware of it. And then hopefully this clinic can certainly send you in the right direction if, God forbid, you do sustain, uh, you know, a complication from a procedure. We're talking with Dr. Jennifer Harrington. She is a board-certified plastic and reconstructive surgeon. If you have any questions for her, call us or text us, 651-461-9226. Would you say, Dr. Harrington, that plastic surgery is more popular than ever, or is it leveled out, or is it is it less popular? What's your assessment of the landscape right now? Yeah, there's no question that pop, that plastic surgery is currently more pop, popular than ever. Um, and I think part of that is people becoming more aware of what options exist. Uh, and then the other side of it is certainly COVID. You know, um, folks are not spending their money on international travel and, you know, frankly, travel within the United States. And they're doing home projects and personal projects. And so I would say that, you know, myself and a lot of my colleagues in town are finding ourselves, frankly, busier than we've ever been.
Yeah, and in that kind of climate, we also need to really make sure we ask our doctors a lot of questions because you're also very busy. We want to make sure that each patient gets that time. Why do people have plastic surgery? Is there a, a are there a couple really popular procedures? Oh, there's so many popular procedures, you know, and I think people have plastic surgery because they get to a point in their life, depending upon, you know, age and skin type and elasticity, et cetera, where they just get so frustrated. You know, they've tried for some time to, you know, stay as youthful as they can. And so then they tend to sort of, you know, whether they fail that or not, they they look in other avenues to find, you know, somebody that they can trust to make changes that they're not able to accomplish on their own. And I will note that I think it's so important that patients do their due diligence, you know, um, if they're actually going to have surgery, that they seek out a board-certified plastic surgeon and not a board-certified cosmetic surgeon because there's a very big difference. And so, you know, there's a yeah, lot tell of... It, can you tell us the difference just so we understand? Yes. So a board-certified plastic surgeon is somebody who has done training um, either in general surgery or ENT or urology, et cetera, and then followed it with a fellowship in plastic surgery. Um, and they have spent, you know, countless years, call it anywhere from six to eight to nine years, uh, just plain learning how to do this. Um, a, quote, board-certified cosmetic surgeon typically is somebody who is not a surgeon, but they've done maybe a short course on how to, to do a procedure. And so they really... It's been a frustrating thing for plastic surgeons, frankly, because we take our profession very seriously. Um, and so all I can do is just just beat home the point of board-certified plastic and reconstructive surgeon. And this comes with a little symbol that's like a circle that doesn't meet at the top. Um, and if you have that insignia, you can certainly usually trust that. Um, but if it says board-certified cosmetic surgeon, then you might want to do a little bit more research and make sure that you're going to a very reputable place. Really good tips. Dr. Jennifer Harrington is our guest tonight. In our remaining couple minutes, call or text us with your question, 651-461-9226. Here's a text question for you, doctor. This listener says, how do you determine a need versus a want around surgery? For instance, bunion surgery. This listener has heard horror stories around that. Yeah, you know, I think a need is really based upon whether or not you have an ailment um, that is affecting your daily life and you aren't able to be as productive as you want to be, um, you know, and accomplish the things throughout your day that you need to accomplish. Uh, a want is more, you know, hey, I, I have the resources to do this. This has bothered me for a very long time. I really want this, but I don't necessarily need this. Um, and so, you know, within plastic surgery, really, there's, you know, we do a lot of different things from, you know, breast cancer surgery to fixing holes that exist from having cancers excised from a face or anywhere else on the body. Um, and so we do a lot of absolute need things, but from the want side of things, that's usually more of an aesthetic question. Um, and so we really cover both of those sides of the equation. Um, and again, it's just so important to seek out somebody that is board certified in plastic and reconstructive surgery um, and seek out somebody that, you know, when you meet them, you feel comfortable and you feel like if there, in fact, was a complication, I could go back to them and discuss it. 
Exactly. You know, and I judge a lot by just how I've, I've interviewed thousands of people's, people now in the last couple decades, and just how you describe it is so straightforward and so easy to understand. And that's another thing that my, my just armchair advice to people out there is you want a doctor like that who doesn't make it complicated, who sounds credible. So if you have any questions for Dr. Harrington, you can find her online at Harrington Plastic Surgery. Dot com all spelled out. Thank you so much, Dr. Jennifer Harrington. And, you know, our best to Linda Evangelista. I guess the lesson there is you got to ask a lot of questions. You know, you really do. And you just have to go to reputable places when you're having procedures done so that you're made aware of all the risks and complications that can exist. Right. And there's no dumb question when it comes to your face or your body and your health, as far as I'm concerned. Never, right. never a dumb question. You got that right. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks so much. I'm sure we will have you back. She is Dr. Jennifer Harrington. You can find her at HarringtonPlasticSurgery.com. We're going to take a break. And uh, when we come back, phone and text lines are open. Here's my question for you folks. Call or text me when we get back, 651-461-9226. If you could, would you? If you could have plastic surgery, would you? And what would it be when we return? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time, baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. We are back. Rashini Rajkumar in for Geraldine Steele tonight. Phone and text lines are open, folks. I want to hear from you in the next few minutes. 651-461-9226. Would you get plastic surgery? If so, for what? 651-461-9226. This listener says, totally respect anyone's desire to have plastic surgery. For me, discretionary surgery is a risk not worth taking. Again, no judgment, but too much to take on if it isn't necessary for your health. All right, Jonathan, you're far too young of a man who I think needs any kind of surgery right now when it comes to cosmetic. But if you could or one day the time came when you needed it, what would that surgery be? Or would you just say no, no, no? I don't have any idea of that part of my body that I'd do that to at this point. Um, I know that there are things that I wish would go away, 
but I don't think I'd go to the procedure of getting the surgery done at this point. That could change over the next, you know, what, what knock, are those knock things? on the note I, in 10 I, to 20 I'm, years. I'm curious. What do you wish would go away? Well, number one, my gut. Um, uh, yeah. I, you know, stuff like that, you know, and, and I and I admit I have been too lazy to work on my gut, but I wish it was easier to to keep the metabolism up and all that stuff and, you know, keep keep the gut down. But uh, just not ready to go to Dr. Harrington for some. No, 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 yeah. no. I, yeah. I, I, I know that there are some things that you may want to look at later in life, like, you know, I know people that that their eyelids might droop over their eyes more than they want to. They might get eyelid surgery to to lift their eyelids or eyelid lifts, stuff like that. And sometimes that that is medically necessary if they're not able to see when they're driving or whatnot. Yes. So who knows what's going to happen over the next 10, 15, 20 years, but as of right now, no. Um, and, And it's funny that you mentioned that because I watched the documentary this week, the Ken Burns documentary Mm. on Muhammad Ali. I can't wait to see that. It was it was very good. Um, It was just more detail into his life and into what happened. um, Basically separated into four parts of his life. But, you know, I I think of myself like Muhammad Ali thought of himself. I'm just too pretty. Yes, you are too pretty. pretty. You are too pretty. I'm too fast. I didn't know. You can't touch me. I did not know what was going to come out after that. But yeah, when I get out to bed, when I get out to bed to to run the lights, I get out. I get back in the bed before the light goes out. That's you know, I'm just so fast. (laughs) Oh my gosh! All right, this listener says probably wouldn't, but if I did, I'd like my turkey neck lifted and tucked. Well, thank you for sharing that, listener. And I'm I'm only giggling because I think many of us can relate to, you know, what's happening in the neck once you hit a certain age or past a certain age. Now, I've had friends who've had Botox. I've never had Botox. I don't plan to. I don't want to. Just knowing it's botulism, I think, also has really bad vibes that come with it for me. If anyone out there has had Botox, text me and let me know why and what did it feel like and what did it do for you? 651-461-9226. But, you know, the the thing that I think is that is good about our modern age is if people are going to do these procedures, they're a lot safer now than they were at one time. I mean, you know, a sad example, a couple sad examples, Jonathan, of just iconic men who went and had facelifts that to me went wrong. Kenny Rogers and Burt Reynolds. Uh, that, uh, do you remember their faces after y- the cosmetic surgery? I didn't see Burt. I, I don't remember Burt Reynolds that much. I, I do remember Kenny Rogers. Um, okay. Yeah, it's it's not just them. There, uh, I think people have talked a lot about Mickey Rourke mm-hmm. uh, and his, yep. his facial features. Um, I don't know how much surgery, plastic surgery, Gary Busey or Nick Nolte have had, but... You know, it, it, they haven't worked out that well. No, let's just put it that no. way. Um, another listener says, "I think we want quick fixes versus working at it." Sometimes, age is age. We all get wrinkles as much as we'd wish them away. You know, this is the thing. There is something beautiful about natural aging, right? And I realize, uh, you know, not everyone has parents like you, Jonathan, who gave you really great genes, but um, or because of their great genes, you you know, you're so pretty, but. Really, there is something to be said about you've lived life, right? Uh, this listener says another one that's bad is Dolly Parton. 
Mm, interesting. I'm not exactly sure which part of Dolly Parton we're talking about, listener, and I'm not going to venture to guess right here, right now. Uh, but, okay, so it's not only the male plastic surgeries that sometimes go wrong on celebrities we know and love, but sometimes they, they do go wrong uh, on females also. All right, well, thank you for sharing, listeners. We're going to take a break when we come back. It's that time of the show to ask, so what do you do? Joy King will be with us from Be The Match. We are back on Steel Talking. Rashini Rajkumar in for Gerilyn tonight. And in our So What Do You Do segment, a, a very beloved nonprofit and one of the officers of that organization. She is Joy King, Chief Adma- Advancement Officer for Be The Match National Mural Donor Program. She's also the Executive Director of Be The Match Foundation. Joy, thanks for being with me tonight. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. All right. So, so much going on. I know you have a big gala coming up, but before we get to that, for people who don't know Be The Match, your work is so profound and so needed (laughs) and vital. And, you know, leukemia has touched the WCCO radio family, our colleague Jordana Green. Luckily, she is, she's beating it. It's so great, but you always have to watch. Tell people what you all do. I would be happy to. So for patients with blood cancers like a leukemia or a blood disease like sickle cell, a marrow transplant could be their only hope for a cure and a second chance at life. And for the majority of those people that need a transplant, 70% of them won't have a perfect match in their family. So they turn to be the match. And we operate the National Marrow Donor Registry. So we match those patients in need of a transplant with a volunteer marrow donor, a literal complete stranger who could save their life. And then we go to wherever in the world the donor is and collect their marrow or their blood stem cells and carry that life-saving product in our two little hands and deliver it wherever in the world the patient is to provide their second chance at life. And I am so proud to say that during the entire pandemic, we have been able to be there for every single patient that has needed us. We have not missed a transplant this entire time. That is an amazing statistic. (laughs) What drives your people, Joy? It really is our life-saving mission and not being once removed from that. So every day we are literally saving people's lives, whether our team that's working to recruit, you know, young available donors to our registry or our team that is working with patients every single day to connect them to resources, our physicians and scientists that are working on research to improve outcomes or the team that is raising money. I mean, anyone at our organization will tell you the reason they are there is because of our mission. Yeah, it's a great mission. You've helped to save so many lives. And I know that people hear about blood cancers. You're talking about also blood diseases. How prevalent are these kinds of illnesses and conditions? Well, every three minutes, someone in the U.S. is diagnosed with either a blood cancer or a blood disorder. And I'm sure those of us um, that are are listening in tonight can probably think of someone that they know that has been diagnosed 
with a leukemia or a lymphoma or some other blood disease. So it's pretty prevalent. I would say every three minutes, that is beyond prevalent. I mean, wow, I did not expect you to say that. I am glad I asked because it really does help people see how important this work is. Now, this work also costs money. I mean, there are resources. You're supporting these families. You're supporting these patients. You have a gala coming up. Tell us about that and how people can help. I would love to. So just to kind of level set here, as a direct result of the pandemic, we have seen a 91% increase in financial assistance requests from patients and their families. So in addition to finding a patient's match, we also provide one-on-one support, provide information and resources to patients and their families, and we provide patient assistance grants to help those families ease the financial burden of uninsured costs. So most patients have to travel somewhere outside of the area they live to receive a transplant. We're lucky enough here in the Twin Cities to have some options if you if you need a transplant, but many patients don't. So right now, um, we are on track to provide the highest number of grants that we ever have in the history of the organization. And those grants are fully funded through philanthropy, so through public support. And almost as fast as we're raising those dollars, we're sending them right out the door to patients and families that needs need them. Um, we had a gap of almost a million dollars because of this increased need. And we've been making amazing progress towards closing that gap. And that's one of the things we will accomplish with our gala, which will take place on Friday, October 1st, is to raise money for families and make up the remaining gap of in that funding. We're talking with Joy King. She is Chief Advancement Officer of Be The Match National Marrow Donor Program. If you have any questions for her, call or text us, 651 461 Nine two two six, and if anyone wants to call and make you know I don't know fifty thousand dollar donation and let Joy know right now, call us six five one four six one nine two two six. We'll be the conveyor of that news right here. This <laughs> Matt, this gala, I thought you'd like that, Joy. Uh, Thank the you. Be the Match Gala is totally virtual this year on Friday, October first. So, how can people access it, view it, all of that good stuff, Joy? So easy. We are just asking people to go to bethematch.org slash gala to register, RSVP, um, and it's absolutely free to participate. And I will tell you, you will experience an amazing experience if you or when you join us. So like I mentioned, the theme this year is say yes, because we want to say yes to every Be The Match patient in need of financial assistance. We have some amazing stories to share. You'll get to see a seven-year-old boy meet the two donors who helped save his life. And you'll hear from people who've received patient assistance support from our organization and the difference and impact it's had in their lives. So it will for surely be a great experience. And no matter where you are across the country or across the world, um, you can tune in from the comfort of your own home. Yeah. I mean, you don't even have to put on a gown. You could be in your PJs. 
we would love for people to join in, in their PJs. Absolutely. If there's anyone out there who has made a donation of bone marrow, uh, I want to hear from you. 651-461-9226. Text us even if you'd like, because I'd love to understand what it meant for you to do that. And speaking of these donations, Joy, how can people donate? I happen to watch uh, Mike Augustinak's piece uh, on the morning on this morning on Twitter. He interviewed one of your colleagues on WCCO Channel Four TV, and I know his father has been impacted directly uh, by life saving donation from you know that your organization helped to find. And how easy or difficult is it to actually make a donation? So to join our registry or contribute or advocate on um, our behalf, it's super easy. Again, you can go to our website, bethematch.org. If you want to join the registry, you click join. If you want to contribute, you click give and so on and so forth. To join the registry, we are really looking for young, available donor, healthy donors. And so people under the age of 40, because the younger the donor, the better the outcome for the patient. And, you know, the older you get, like, like me, um, the less likely it is that I'll get a call to be a donor for someone. But if you do join the registry and you are matched with a patient, it is critical that you follow through on that commitment because you could be that patient's only hope. You may be their only match. And if you're not able to follow through, it really could be, you know, a life or death situation for that patient. So we ask if you join the registry to be absolutely confident that when we call you on behalf of a patient that you are able to follow through. Joy, way to lay the guilt trip out there. I love it. <laughs> I don't so, need it to be a guilt trip. But I really know, I know, but important. you know, and I'm just teasing you because I hear the seriousness in your voice. It is very <laughs> important once you commit. Once you do commit, physically, what is happening? I mean, it, sure. it sounds painful. So I, I also want you to tell people it is not a death sentence if you if you donate. It's actually a life sentence you are helping someone else have. You're exactly right. And I'll also say I have met met so many of our donors and every single one of them said that if they were called a second time, they would do it again. And so almost 80% of the time when you're called to donate as a donor, it's like a specialized blood donation, actually. It's kind of like giving plasma, but instead of taking your plasma, we're taking your stem cells. And so you're probably sitting in that donation chair a little bit longer than if you were just giving plasma. But um, most of the time, that's what's happening. The other, you know, 20%-ish of the time, our donors are donating marrow, and it is a procedure. You typically stay the night in the hospital. You're under anesthesia, and um, we take marrow from, from your hip. We extract marrow from your hip. And our marrow donors typically describe, you know, a, for about a week after their procedure, they feel sore or they equate it to like a really hard squat workout, you know, how you feel after a really hard workout for about a week. So there is some soreness, but it definitely is not a death sentence. You're not leaving in a wheelchair or anything like that. So 
Um, and how worth it is, is it? I mean, it's so <laughs> worth it when you think about what you're doing for other people and for family members of other families, maybe even for your own family member. Oh my gosh, you are so right. You really are giving someone a second chance at life. And whether that means, you know, months, years, or several, what an impact you have made for that family by providing hope, but also giving more time. You don't know if the patient you donate to, if that means they get to see their child graduate from high school or college or walk their daughter down the, you know, the aisle at her wedding. You just never know what gift you're giving to another family by being a donor for Be The Match. Yeah, Joy, you really uh, put it into a great perspective for us because, you know, by the way, Be The Match will take your money. I mean, they'd love your money, but your marrow, uh, your stem cells, like these donations, you don't have to be wealthy to help be the match. You just have to be young and vibrant and, you know, preferably under 40, but they may look at you even if you're 40 or older, uh, but you can give. So, I mean, it's an organization that is really for anyone who wants to help. They'll find, you'll, you'll find a place for people, right? We will find a place for you to engage with be the match. Absolutely. All right, Joy King, thank you so much for joining us. And by the way, folks, on the Rashini Rajkumar LinkedIn page, I shared Mike Augustinet's video, Augustinac's video. It is very powerful. I hope you watch it. There are photos of him and his dad and, and the process they went through. And I believe his father's donor was in Germany, if I remember that correctly. But uh, this is right. truly yeah. a global a global uh, organization. So thank you, Joy King, for sharing time. Good luck with your online gala on Friday, October 1st. Give us that website one more time. Sure. It's bethematch.org slash gala, G-A-L-A. All right. I love it. Thanks so much for talking with us. We'll take a quick break, and then I want to hear from you. What have your travels been like as we wind down the summer, head into fall? 651-461-9226. Hi, friends. Rashini Rajkumar with you tonight in for Jerilyn. We've got Center Stage coming up at 9 p.m. Some fabulous artistic, musical, comedic guests. You name it, we have it coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. And you'll want to stick around with me for the 10 o'clock hour, too. Are you looking for a job or looking for a career change? Career coach and former WCCO TV news director Maria Retan will join me around 10, 10 p.m. She's got some advice. Uh, how do you want to fulfill your dreams? She'll share her Dream Possible podcast as well as some real-life tips from her work as a career coach. So phone and text lines will be open for her. And then fresh off of the 43rd Ryder Cup, Steve Silton. He is a friend of my show and myself, a friend of mine for many years. He is an avid sports fan. He happens to also be a sports and business attorney. He will give us a live report uh, from just coming off of the Ryder Cup. So he was there. He sent me some pictures. I'll tweet those in a little bit. And um, can't wait to hear what it was like for him. A big victory for the United States on that. Have you had some fun journeys this uh, late summer into the fall? Or do you have some tips for where we can go 
and take in those fall colors, send us a text, 651-461-9226. Maybe you're a resort owner out there. You want to get people out there. I'll give you a shout-out right here. 651-461-9226. Send me a text. Well, AAA Magazine did a feature on some special lighthouses. Jonathan, have you ever been to a lighthouse just to check it out in your travels? I'm trying to th- I don't think I ever have. All right. Well, there are uh, several of them in Minnesota. A lot of times people think of the seaside towns of the East Coast. But according to AAA, Michigan is home to more lighthouses than any other state. They have 100 along their shorelines of both lower Michigan and the upper peninsula. I would never have known that. I happen to be a big lighthouse fan. In fact, I have wanted to uh, stay at a lighthouse, you know, like a and b I've been wanting to find one that's a good one, that's a bed and breakfast, and, and stay at something like that. I have been to Split, Split Rock Lighthouse, Jonathan. You know, I don't know if that's Duluth proper or outside Duluth, but in northern Minnesota on that one. A couple of the ones that AAA points out in Michigan, Big Sable Point Lighthouse, it is on the shores of Lake Michigan, and it is within Ludington. I think that's how you say it, State Park. So that's something if you want to visit. That is one. Visitors can check out the original Keeper's Quarters and pay to climb 112 feet for a view of the vast Michigan landscape. AAA also points out Old Mackinac Point Lighthouse, which is at the intersection of Lake Michigan and Lake Huron. My guess is that is just beautiful. I mean, epic views. There are pictures here that I'm staring at that just show some really beautiful sunsets, sunrises, the water, the cloudscape, and the lighthouse. They are really interesting structures and when you think about our past in this country very water driven you know whether it's the Atlantic Ocean or some of the other places the Great Lakes lighthouses really served a big purpose so there's a lot of history there if you want to check those out uh, go to AAA.com to find out some of those specifics. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we have some fun musical and artistic guests, starting with Tim Slagle. He is a comedian, and he's going to be playing at Acme in the days ahead. We will hear from him when we return, along with some very other notables. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto 
Sports. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.